and welcome to Accountability Talks with AGA. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. Today we speak with Chi Okonkwo from NASA. She's the Agency Financial Systems Office Director, and we're talking about what we call the future of the profession, as in what we all do, accountability folks, and uh, specifically around digital transformation. What does that mean? You know, what do we need to do to get the right skills to uh, move forward? So uh, we're going to sit here and uh, have a great conversation with Chi. So let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Okay, we're back in the studio again. It's very exciting. It's a little cold outside, but, you know, you can't have everything. So uh, here in our studios, we have Chi from NASA, and I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, Chi. How are you doing today? Hello, Paul. I'm doing well. Yes, my name is Chidalem Okonkwo. Feel free to call me Chi, and I'm the director of agency financial systems at NASA headquarters, office of the chief financial officer. All right. Well, happy to have you here. And I know you were at NLT yesterday, too, on one of the panels. So yes, I was. How'd you enjoy that? It was great. I always enjoy the NLT. I enjoy the energy, the sharing of information between government and industry, and especially talking about what we do every day. So it was a lot of fun. Great panel. Yeah, I agree. Agree. So it was fun for those who can make it out and check it out visually or virtually, too. So. So today we're kind of uh, talking on a similar topic that you talked about the other day. Uh, we're going to talk about what we're going to call financial management digital tra- uh, digital transformation. Yes. So, And, you know, that's a pretty generic term there. So I kind of wanted to start off with you. You know, how would you define that or what do you see as digital transformation? Right. From my perspective for federal financial management, financial management, A good way to think of digital transformation is simply either creating a new or modifying your business process um, using emerging technology. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like a lot, but it it really isn't. It's about meeting, modernizing and meeting our customers, our stakeholders, uh, all the people that we collaborate with and work with, just meeting them in a new way. So it can be different levels, right? So mm-hmm. we're, a lot of the federal agencies are in that early that early discovery phase where we're not really transforming. We're more optimizing, right? We're, okay. We're making a better use of uh, available tools like RPA and sure. things that help to really digitize the work that we do. But digital transformation truly is when we have m- changed the process and the business model uh, so much we've modified it so much that it actually takes on something new, and that's really where um, I'd love to see federal finan- federal financial management evolve to, where we we completely uh, disrupt <laughs> <laughs> and create a new way to engage, uh, not only with the people we work with on a day to day basis, but the customers and our stakeholders. Sure. So that's going to have implications, not just the actual tools and technology we're using, but the workforce. You know, a lot of us are old school, trained to be accountants and CGFMs and CPAs and number crunchers. So, you know, how do you feel that needs to evolve? Right. And so, like you said, Paul, there's a, a, a wealth of knowledge that exists, right? Look at AGA. They just rebranded. Mm-hmm. And I think that in itself shows that just that bookkeeping, that financial recording aspect of accounting, it, it's um, – we're so much broader than that. Yeah, that's and like so, the baseline. you yeah, got to have that. But. Yeah, you have to understand it. And so in the evolution of financial management, what we're seeing is there is a need to have that. However, we can do it in a more automated, uh, mm-hmm. smarter fashion, which now gives us time 
to to pursue the other skills, right? So at the end of the day, it's about being able to make those decisions. And so with the modernization of financial management, where before it was being able to record and and uh, show our compliance, now if we can do that faster with that optimization, mm-hmm. now we are on the road to actually delving into something new for a financial manager. And that could be forecasting, it could be performance metricing, but to really now just push the envelope of um, what is expected for a financial manager. So, yeah, what are some of those skill sets you see we're going to have to either existing folks are going to have to maybe start moving towards getting more you know skills in certain areas or even just the new generation we start to hire in? Analytics is at the top of it, right? Mm. So, of course, um, there there's going to be a need for, for everyone involved to be more <laughs> uh, technically aware of the tools, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, And we've, we found that out the hard way um, uh, with year-end close and just mm. trying to – and the audit, trying to do our regular activities, the budget, and doing it remotely. And I think we prevailed. So, again, leaning in on that, some of it is self-discovery – and, and learning uh, in your workplace. But the skill for analytics, I do believe that foundation is there. And mm-hmm. so it's, you know, again, taking a step back and understanding what is the overall uh, outcome that you're trying to achieve. And then being able to put in the steps where it's where the job doesn't end with just um, creating the report or turning in the deliverable, that you can now make decisions and have conversations and analyze what. Right what occurred and i think um we're getting there <laughs> well that should be the whole purpose right what we do i mean we're not just here to you know follow a number around a spreadsheet it's exactly. what are we trying to accomplish as a agency or even as yeah. a sub you know unit or whatever right yes. yes so and i think i mean a lot of the tools out there i mean they are pretty user friendly i mean that's mm-hmm. why this is such a revolution now versus you know we had erps and this thing's yeah. been around since you know decades right but mm-hmm. i mean that was like you know basic stuff and it was just even now, I would argue they're not the super user-friendliest <laughs> applications. But, I mean, dashboards, things like that are so intuitive, visual. I don't think it's going to take a lot for, you know, staff and leadership to adapt to that, right? right. And that's the goal. The goal yeah. is, like you said, we're, we're finding things that plug and play a lot easier. They're lower code, mm-hmm. meaning that there's a shorter time to get it back when you're requesting what you want to use. and. There's a lot of user-friendly tools, data visual like data mm-hmm. visualization, like you said, um, that are there. It's going to be a combination, right? So even if organizations want to bring in an industry partner to help them get started, yeah. I really do believe there's an opportunity for our core government workers to to use, like you said, the more user-friendly, the Microsoft, yeah, <laughs> the, the Microsoft yep. tools, and uh, take their take their skill set to the next level. So that can be a Tableau, a Power BI mm-hmm. to, to do the data visualization. You know, and there's even a few other Altrex and Snowflake um, um, opportunities there to, again, to get that information that used to live in those pivot tables mm. or <laughs> in those, you know, clunky uh, federal financial management tools. There's way yep. to get that same information faster, more accurate, and then now you can go to the next phase of analytics. Right. Yeah, and I mean, I am seeing you know a lot of podcasts we've been doing. I'm I was surprised how many federal workers are they're getting into doing RPA. They're citizen developing, yeah. or they're you know they're doing some low code. They're even doing some open source right. stuff. I mean, it's not as scary as it sounds, honestly. <laughs> um, you know, really getting into the vis- building dashboards. Yeah. 
So, yeah, and this is not just uh, something for industry to do. This is something for you guys to do, and I'm seeing it. Yeah, and so. definitely, definitely. And the good thing what we're seeing is now that the data is um, visual and you can see uh, with Tableau, you know, if, if, if there's an opportunity for you to look at the same type of data in that template format, we're now seeing that, again, like I said, that is uh, building the way to the analytics, right? And right. so you can see the outliers, right? So you can make it quicker identification yep. of those outliers. But also we want to make sure that we are continuing to have the CFO as that decision maker for the C-suite. C- mm-hmm. And so that's the next step, you know, so seeing yourself, again, your role in the CFO, and then knowing how you can partner with other organizations in your agency to, uh, uh, again, to take that financial management journey. You want to be mm-hmm. able to uh, to decision to share and decision-make, not just with a CFO or maybe your, your administrator, but also for procurement and HR, so they all yeah. understand the line, that role of finance. Yesterday in my, <laughs> in my panel, I called it the big F, is in, you know, the CFO and the small F lies in all the projects and programs that, that are funded. And so, again, to see for... Financial managers will see themselves as those key decision makers for all things funding. Yeah, and that reminds me of something. I mean, I know some agencies, especially some smaller ones I've talked to, I mean, they truly, for, for their head of the agency, whether it's a secretary, administrator, whatever it is, they have the executive dashboards, and it's summaries of things across the board. Mm-hmm. So it's not just ERP. I mean, it yeah. does have the financial data, which yes. the CFOs help with, but then it has whatever metrics, CIO, HR, everybody's tracking all in one integrated high-level dashboard so they can use it for briefings or questions or whatever, right? right. I mean, that's things like that should be the goals to run that organization as best you can. Exactly. And Elian yeah. Musk, he did say we're getting rid of PowerPoint. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm tired of PowerPoint, so you can right? go. Right. <laughs> so, uh, again, a financial manager that is, is well-versed with a dashboard mm-hmm. and data that is visual is, is, is going to be just as strong as a person that's at a 20-page 20, 20 or 20-deck 20 uh, PowerPoint slide. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, and, and yeah. continue that. And we stop using them too. I mean, we just like <laughs> we just use a dashboard, and then you know whoever's briefing that that group of secretaries or whatever, they just click in, they 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 drill down. I mean, it's just much better than kind of the static yes, model, you it know. Is. And so leaning forward to the future, and we're talking about what are the benefits again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still pushing for you know I'd still love to see the actual transformation where yes, you've used RPA, you've used existing technology to optimize the current process. But now let's start engaging the community to look at what's going to be in future, what's coming next. And that's really hmm. important. You know, at NASA, we're seeing that we need greater partnership agreements now that um, we're seeing more co- commercial partners uh, in space and what it's going to take to do that. And I'm sure mm-hmm. that's the same for many other agencies, that they're seeing that there's a more compelling need to be closer to their customer. Mm-hmm. So instead of a customer emailing or submitting uh, documentation, being able to interact on a platform mm-hmm. where decisions can be made real time, where confirmations can be made real time. I do see that like that's going to be the future of, of a former accountant who maybe uh, was in a cubicle or at their home remote working, you know, really being able to engage quicker mm-hmm. with, with stakeholders and customers. I do think that's going to be the future. Are we listening, IRS? Not you, but everybody uh, else. No joke. Hey, they're taking care of it. They got transformation office over there. They actually, they do. They I know they're working it. Mm-hmm. Well, and digitizing for them too is just taking all this stuff that was on paper and now it's on PDF. Even take it out of that. Yeah. You know, pull it out of those documents and make it readable, make it usable data. Yes. You know, that's one of their big efforts too. Yeah. And have real time confirmations yeah. at the point of submission. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. 
let's talk a little bit about leadership too. So, you know, the workforce, we're saying, hey, embrace the new technology. It's fun to use. It's not that bad. It's not that hard to learn. Um, how about leadership too? How can they kind of uh, encourage this and show the benefits, I guess? Yes. So, again, I'll say at NASA, uh, you know, everyone's familiar with the term failure is not an option. Mm-hmm. Right? And we just have uh, very ambitious uh you know, our digital ambition is high, mm-hmm. and, and we, we can assume the risk of that. There's a lot of projects that start off with small pilots or innovation ideas mm-hmm. where if it doesn't you know, go as well as planned, there's still an opportunity to salvage and keep going, right? I understand that doesn't exist for all agencies. And so what I would like to see executives do, because, you know, sometimes their, um, their performance metrics or, you know, their annual – ratings really are derived on what they're able to to complete with their outcomes mm-hmm. and you know have more incentives for innovation in their staff where it's not just yeah. uh, the, the, the 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 final criteria is not just the outcome and how successful your outcome but give them credit for the the process the approach right so again in that same vein uh, create incentives for innovation where even if it's those early on ideas uh, I like the shark tank ideas that we've been seeing hmm. going around, you know, where um, staff can pitch ideas, mm-hmm. even if it's very small. They have the opportunity, that safe space to to innovate. And right. if it works, it can be scaled. If it doesn't work, at least they get credit for um, going through with it. And so that's why I like to see executives, even if they're not personally comfortable, they're not at that level of risk or knowledge of the technology to continue to be their champion of innovation and financial management is, um, I hope, is a great thing they can put on their performance review. <laughs> yeah, I love that idea, actually, rewarding staff for innovative ideas and trying things out. You know, I mean, like you said, it doesn't have to be all at once, just a small little pilot to start or whatever. Yes. And start with start with those problem areas. Start with those historical areas no one really likes to get involved with or touch, or where there's too much duplication. And again, the seeing, you know, the proof is in the pudding, the scenes in the believing. There are so many agencies that will allow you to come and observe and ask questions and model okay. yeah. best practices. And so hmm. it really takes the, uh, I believe it really takes executive sponsorship to make, because uh, it could be risky. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> to well, make that, uh, yeah. yeah, to make that, um, to make that, that innovation, even if it's risky, a safe place for staff to, to innovate and then partner with their industry. Yeah, and I mean, uh, again, from the podcast here, I've been happy to talk to folks like, you know, Fiscal Service. They have an innovation challenge. They yes. did one recently, and it was basically taken, um, you know, they took a scenario. I think it was how will, you know, teleworking impact carbon emissions since we've been sitting home for two years, something like that. And they were like, use whatever products we have out there, use your dashboards, use your things. And they had a huge participation. And it's like the whole agency. It wasn't just, you know, accountants. It was anybody who wants to try it. Right. And it, they got just some real great results. They're very amazed with what they got back, <laughs> you know, and like maybe other, other agencies should do the same thing, you know, similar so. type things. I think so. So you need to kick that one off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do yeah. it. So let's get into some of these benefits, too, because, you know, we're not trying to, this isn't just a fad. This is just reality, what's happening. You know, we're transforming, moving forward. You know, we're always, you know, hopefully always innovating. Um, so, you know, people were to ask, you know, what, what am I really getting for this? You know, what, what, what true benefits do you get out of this type of transformation? Um, there's several paths you can go down, but, I mean, just off the top of your head, what are some things that you really feel are great benefits we're going to get from this? 
Well, NASA has been rated one of the best places to work in the federal government for almost a decade now. Mm. And so I, I am always going to be a proponent for value, for the employee to feel valued, right? Mm-hmm. So when someone explained to me what they do <laughs> in the office, um, you know, they want that, that 30-second um, explanation. Should You should feel the energy of what someone does. So, yeah. again, knowing that it's beyond uh, – the, that core foundation, that core function, to know that you are a liaison or know that you're a champion for the mission uh, um, that you work for, it's got to be an amazing feeling. So, again, knowing that your transformation is more than just uh, digitizing the manual aspect of your work, but it's really helping your organization be extremely successful in their future goals. Uh, so hopefully mm-hmm. it's uh, the best thing about that transformation would be adding more value, knowing that the low-value things, the typing, the entering, uh, the paper shuffling, you know, a robot can do that. A bot can do yeah. that. And you get the higher value, and that's in the discussions maybe with um, levels above you or your colleagues, being able to start to discuss the the business of your work. Yeah, I mean, because all that, I mean, all the data is in, in that general ledger, I guess, right? <laughs> the accounting data is in there. It's, you know, it's getting beyond that malaise of yes. numbers to what is it telling me? Yes. What can I learn from this? Are we achieving our goals or yes. what we're trying to do here, right? Right, right. So I mean, that's a job satisfaction thing, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You absolutely. feel like, you, that, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great place to work when you know you come in every day and you're doing something fun and interesting and you're actually seeing results. Because yeah, yeah. I can see how, you know, I mean, you know, everybody knows like the stories about, you know, I just come in, I do my thing, I close for the month again. Here's monthly close. Here's the financial <laughs> report again. It can get repetitive, and right. you know, I want to see what am I what, what what am I adding to the organization here? Yes. Well, yeah. even if it's not fun, you got to mm-hmm. make sure you're feeling valued. Yeah. Right? And and there's and then there's also um, there's also industry uh, there's also industry reports that show that the modernization, right? Again, going into that new tool that you would have the opp- opportunity for greater access. Um, well, uh, we're all remote, so <laughs> if we were right. to go back to in-person, um, w- I think we'll still have the same access we had remotely, right? right. Um, and that will be secure access, which is very important, um, especially now where I think we're all living this climate of pending cyber attacks, right? So we want to make sure that um, these tools that are now in the cloud where everyone can access them, um, with a different type of firewall, different type of security, that it's it's our it's our information securely accessed by everyone. Also, another thing um, that modernization is helping to do is we're leveling the playing fields. I can't speak for other agencies or bureaus, but there are some centers uh, at NASA that have maybe more technical, uh, technically trained staff or technically available resources, and so now we want to p- level that playing field. If you're a mm-hmm. budgeteer, that your um, the access to tools and the way that you budget should be the same if you're a headquarters at a Kennedy Space Center in Florida or at Johnson. Yeah, so the standardization aspect yeah. too. So yeah, it looks the same here, there, or anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's... Absolutely. And of course, we want to be compliant, making sure that we're, <laughs> we're hitting all the laws and regs. Um, but definitely a more secure way to do our work more accurately um, should be at the top of that list. So tell me a little bit more. I think I was talking to you the other day, and you were saying that you know this transformation can move us from being driven to becoming the drivers. I like that quote. What, what, explain what that means. 
you know, and again, the futuristic forward thinking, um, definitely being able to anticipate what's next, anticipate needs rather than just, again, be that uh, reactive Mm -hmm. (laughs) historian of the work that we have to do. And again, I do believe that that that's going to bring value in the small areas where we're seeing that happen and it take off. You can tell when the teams are presenting, who they're sharing, um, that 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 is something that's extremely valuable. So I definitely like to see that in financial management, um, but the power should be in the hands of those who have the knowledge and can execute it with much better terms. Yeah, because I could see that. You know, again, my, back to my example. I mean, it's just if you're in operations, daily operations, monthly, it's very. It can be very hectic. Yeah. You know, you're driven to close those books and reconcile that account or whatever it is. And you just don't have any time left in the day. Right. <laughs> right. So if you got your bot working, your bot reconciling yeah. or your visualization to help you find that thing that didn't tie out on your financial, yeah. you know, what you're about to submit for your report. Mm-hmm. Now you're sort of have time to now be in the driver's seat yeah. and actually make some kind of decisions here or make, you know, you know analyze. Yeah. That's the whole point. Right. 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 And we're seeing how we're seeing how uh, digital transformation is helping us in the in our private lives. You know, mm. even be able to walk in and tell, "Hey Siri," you know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Siri yeah. A command. Yeah, the AI you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was sharing with someone, why couldn't Siri find you know our unpaid travel vouchers? <laughs> I think Siri could. If I mean, that's what we got to. That's where we got to move, in my opinion. I mean, as much hands off as possible. Yes, yes. And Again. The, to speed up the work that we do um, in a way that's secure, but mm-hmm. um, we we, de- we definitely need a fully engaged workforce to to bring that to life, to request it, and uh, enjoy doing that in their day to day. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's more you know you have more time just to ask questions and then actually have time to get the answers too, because again, I feel like be pre automation days. It's just very difficult to have that time. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, this gives us some time back, I hope. Yes. Although I wonder, you know, is it like when you when you build more lanes on the highway, there's just more cars, it gets busier? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> they might just be, uh, you know, now we have the, that taken care of, but then something new and, you know, it'll fill up with some other work, believe me, I'm sure. Totally high value work. Yeah, well, that's the whole point. So we're moving, yeah, from, from you know, quote, lower value to higher value. Um, you know, we're all valuable here, but, I mean, it's just like the next level, essentially. Yes. Yeah. So I guess another question I had for you, what are some of the areas or some examples where you see that transformation? And we talk about tools, or is it bigger picture processes? You know, what are some of the areas that, you know, NASA or other agencies you're aware of are kind of focusing on? I mean, for example, you know, like the RPA, but... What other kind of tools or techniques kind of are encompassed by this whole transformation effort? Well, I do see uh, a lot of, of opportunity for travel, for the oh, travel okay. to to really take off as that next level. Um, we've had some great uh, some great leadership talk about RPA at their agencies. I know Lynn Moni did one for AJDC chapter, um, but I do see an opportunity in travel, although travel slowed. Um, the past two years, uh, due to uh, COVID, I do see it picking up, and it's picking up at a great time because a lot of those tools, a lot of the um, like uh, the master contracts that are led by GSA, they're now prime and ripe and ready for um, their digital transformation. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, where we're going from using all of the apps that we have on our phone from either Uber or the the way you're purchasing things during the travel and being able to now submit those electronic receipts. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so oh, even I though see. there was a quiet like period 
um, uh. them, uh, the, the tra- our travel management systems, being able to continuously improve and work, it's really once the federal government comes back, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, returns to the office, and not return to work because we've been working, but returns to the office and returns to government travel at the same volume it was before, I think we're going to see, again, increased speed in not just the travel authorization process, but mm-hmm. also the voucher process, which is a great thing for finance. That's a big deal because those vouchers can take forever to right. get in, and <laughs> it's just, you know, you're hunting people down trying to get them in. Yes, yes. But if they just have to get their phone out and send their receipt, take a picture, send it in, boom. Exactly. You and know? So there's been a lot of there's been a lot of collaboration with those, right? So instead of, you know, 10 years ago, you may have taken a taxi and had a slip of paper. Mm-hmm. Now you've got an Uber that's sending you the receipt. Yeah, being able to have the the travel management system in place and ready to collect all of that information, so that on the day you finish your travel or on your Uber ride home, you'll have most of that voucher populated. So I think that's going to be prime in the next uh, yeah. wave of our optimization of business processes. Right uh, in the future, I think we would all love to see uh, an optimized federal budgeting process. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, Can we speed that up too? <laughs> <laughs> that would be another one that I, that I would love to see. Interesting. Um, and okay. then also we are seeing benefits in HR. Okay. So HR is another um, process that the federal government as a whole probably didn't move as, faster as, as fast as industry. So, mm-hmm. again, a lot of those changes from, you know, the, the resumes and determining who – are qualified candidates sure. having that uh, shortening that amount of time uh, yeah. in a way that's still very fair and compliant <laughs> and all the good stuff because you get like thousands of resumes for every exactly. job at, out in USA Jobs. I know that exactly, and so, you do need to look at them all and evaluate fairly. But right. you can use some help. Yes, you know? yes. So again, using the same tools and uh, emerging tech uh, technology there again to to speed up accurately the HR process. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you know, let's look at some of these things that have been issues for years, and we know they're there. Like, what can technology do to help us out here? And, I mean, so how do you guys do that? I mean, so if you have an idea like that, do you get a little focus group together, or is it just individuals jump up and raise their hand? I mean, what kind of culture do you guys have for that? (laughs) It's been evolving. Uh, I think we're at the maturity level now where – uh, yes, there are technical leads in the different organizations, but mm-hmm. we do have like an ITST group where it's just transformation as a whole. It's being led mm. by NASA's uh, NASA's Mission Support Office. Okay, but all of the all of the uh, business owners have a part in it, and seeing really is believing. You can be inspired by, like I said, seeing a new bot for mm-hmm. HR procurement. Uh, it can inspire things in finance and other areas, real estate, you know, uh, right asset. Management. So, um, you know, we're all sharing as we're uh, evolving and implementing these new technologies in our organizations. That's good. Well, yeah, I know it's one of the best places to work over there. So (laughs) I think you guys are doing something right. Well, amazingly, our time has run out already. So I just wanted to give you a last shot here if you want to do any shout outs or inspirational quotes or whatever you want to say or just give us a recap. But uh, it's been great having you here today. So I'll I'll open the floor to you. Yeah, so I guess my goal is just to inspire everyone in financial management and those who are thinking of becoming a financial manager. Just understand that that core foundation that you have, everything you learned in school, everything you've been learning on the job is very important, and it really is um, your job to continue learning, just like you're learning 
in your private life, you know, you probably got that smart setup in your living room <laughs> <laughs> or your bedroom, you know, have bring that same skill to the off into your into your work. No matter how the person that was before you caught you, uh, you know, you are the driver uh, for the future of federal financial management. See that, know that, ask questions, go to training, get involved, but just understand that there is no technology that will ever replace your human value. And be the driver, don't be the rider. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Chief, for joining us today. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. AGACGFM.org is where you go. We're getting very close to our major milestone here, episode 100. So we're trying to think of uh, a fun topic for that. So we'll definitely make it special for you. But until then, we have a few more to go. So make sure you tune in, listen to them. And until next time, this is your host, Paul Marshall, signing off for Accountability Talks. 